Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. homies and welcome to the midweek NFL edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and I'm still a proud Joshua Dobbs Minnesota Vikings fan. And the grass versus turf debate rages on inside of me. Well, uh, joining me tonight, we've got a man who is coming off a banger of a weekend, up over three units, and having some fun with some QBINT props. It's Egg Burger. Egg, are you feeling it? I'm feeling it, Saxy. Yeah, man, I had a, I had a good week. I swept the, my player props. Um, the the Steelers let me down on the uh, the long teaser, but yeah, like you said, the the quarterback interceptions. Uh, we we fired on all plus money interceptions this week, and it, it went five and five, so it profited, but not not breaking a bank. But you know, I'm gonna roll with it again this week, baby. Absolutely. Do you think that there's a way to maybe pare it down and find uh, uh, pick out some of those folks who maybe may be plus money? Was there any trends that you saw uh, kind of looking back uh, at, at the numbers or what you were kind of getting? Or was it kind of all over the board values value, you know, kind of coin flip if uh, defense can cause that interception or, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah, not not really looking at the defenses at all. Just just value is value. And um, all plus money, if you bet a unit on all plus money, quarterbacks to throw an interception this year uh i forget what it was but something around up 28 units and so it's uh it's it's definitely working over time so yeah yeah so i'm gonna i mean it's it's already ahead of where it finished last year so i'm a little worried that some regression might be coming but <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep firing until it does there we go. There we go. Keep firing until it does. And our third musketeer tonight, uh, it's a man who continues to cash on the ice and break hearts when there isn't enough value on the board for the day. It's Arch Stanton. Arch, how did it feel to break everyone's collective heart this morning? I'm sorry. I can only go where the numbers take me. It's not like my NFL power rankings where it's just full of my opinions. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So full of these opinions. So it's, 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 I, I, I referred to it last week as the fully unbiased, totally perfect power ranking, you know, and I, I, I do feel that it very much is that. And, you know, that's, uh, that's definitely kind of where I want to go and talk a little bit about this week. Uh, you know, I don't think that your, uh, your rankings this week, Arch, I don't think they're going to ruffle any feathers. Uh, so for those not privy to it in the book club, uh, just so y'all know, looking at uh, kind of the top 10 in, in Arch's rankings here, we've got the Eagles at the top, uh, Ravens, 49ers, Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs, Lions, Jaguars, Seahawks, and then Bengals have cracked the top 10. Ooh, loving that for my uh, make the playoff prop there uh, with the Bengals. Now, um, 
Overall, though, looking at this, there's a new team at the top with the Eagles and a new team at the bottom in the Cardinals. Uh, the NFL is putting a bird on it. The Bills have straight up fallen out of the top 10, but only barely landing at 11. The Rams dropped 10 spots thanks to the whooping delivered by your cow- uh, Cowboys egg. And now are the 21st ranked team here. Uh, the Seahawks and Jags are cosmically intertwined in that 9 to 12 zone, it feels like. Uh, it's like the twilight zone for teams that we almost want to trust. And then it's sort of uh, the same jumbled mess down the rest of the way. Uh, now, I know for me, I was surprised to see the Saints ranked above the Browns, Chargers, and maybe even the Steelers here. But I guess they're all kind of in that group where it's a bunch of teams really on a week-to-week basis you can't trust. And uh, so, Arch, uh, the model does have some cliffs in between groups of teams, uh, but I think it really does display the parity that we see in the NFL today. Do you agree with your perfect ranking model here, or did anything surprise you coming out of this? Uh, no, I wasn't really surprised. I kind of knew going in, the Eagles are probably going to be number one. They're starting to click. They're starting to look a little better. There's not that much difference. There's, uh, you know, a point, give or take, between the Eagles and the Ravens. Ravens look good. I'm so glad I've got a little bet on them to win their division. Ooh, that's a very that's a very good one, man. And it, that feels like a crazy division to uh, place one of those bets on because it felt like that was going to be a very competitive division this year. Uh, now, Egg. Taking a look at this, what, were there any surprises, any things that stood out to you uh, looking at this list? I mean, uh, I, I was speaking of the Twilight Zone, Jaguars, Seahawks zone in that 8-9. They've continued to kind of move together in that area. And I think that that's kind of like that Jaguar, Seahawks, Bengals zone, maybe Bills even, is the cutoff for where, 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 trust, where trust dies in the NFL, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, the Bengals moving up is cool. They uh they really seem to be hitting their stride. Um, what what stuck out to me was um there was no like falling off the cliff really that we've had in previous weeks. Um, yeah, you know what was it like seven eight and then it was just a big drop off after that. And now it's like it's like a point ish all the way down from the Eagles all the way down to the Cardinals down at the, down at the bottom. So it just seems like everything's, you know, we're halfway through the season. Everything's starting to stabilize a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you, like you said, I would, I would say that trust point probably falls off right around 10, 11 Bengals bills down. Then you got the jets and the Vikings without, without your guy, captain Kirk going oh, forward. Boy. Yeah, Why didn't you tell is... me he was going to get hurt? I wouldn't have placed that bet on them to make the playoffs. I got damn arch. I listen. I, I, I wouldn't have either. I guess if I, if I could have uh, predicted that, but it does bring up, like I mentioned in the intro, uh, grass versus turf, because that happened at uh, good old Lambeau field that uh, it felt like there was some belly aching about with uh, some Packers players and stuff about the Rogers injury that uh, happened at MetLife on turf, which I always find strange. Now, uh, egg, you are our local doctor. Uh, you know, Phil, uh, unfortunately sports line, Phil is not joining us uh, tonight. And so as our uh, local medical professional who actually was just breaking down an x-ray for us do you feel like there is any difference uh between grass versus turf uh, at all i i i don't think there's any difference but i mean the data kind of shows that players do get hit hurt more on turf but i i i don't think so we've had uh three achilles tears this year and 66.667 percent of them have happened on the grass field so i i I I don't think you're any more likely to get uh you know injured on the turf than you are on the grass to be honest with you. Egg, can I ask you like these guys are so high performance, you know, if you have a really nice high performance car, it doesn't take much to kind of throw the timing off of it. Are these guys so high performance? Is that maybe why we're seeing some of these like non-contact injuries and things like that? It doesn't seem like when we were growing up as kids we saw so many 
Yeah, I mean that that could definitely have something to do with it. That these guys are so so big and strong. Um, and actually, I've been I've been saying this for the years, and kind of the same in the NBA that these these athletes they they get bigger, stronger, faster every year, and the playing surface stays the same size. And so so something something's got to give. And unfortunately, it, it looks like it's just it's just these these players' bodies. Mm. You yeah, think he, uh, you think you think it would change if this if. The, the dimensions were different. I think I think it's an interesting conversation if you know if the if the field was a little wider um, or the NBA court was a little longer yeah. that that might might help help a yeah. little bit because these guys I mean you watch the NBA these guys go down the court in like four strides yeah. from end to end. Right, right. Um, I, I I think that's that's something that could be looked at. I don't know if it's something they are looking at, but um, I th- I think it's definitely something interesting to think about. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely very interesting. Think, Arch, do you have any feelings on the uh, turf versus grass debate? I mean, do you, uh, as as someone who's watched and played football yourself, obviously, uh, did you have? Do you ever play on turf or uh, have any experience? I with never that? played on turf. I was okay. always grass. It was always okay. grass. So I, and, I, I don't know. I have no opinion. Got it. I prefer got the it. egg. Yes, exactly. Our local, our local <laughs> medical professional. Well, uh, you know, uh, we we will let that debate rage on. I know that uh, the World Cup. We don't talk a whole lot of that kind of football here on uh, this program, but uh, generally speaking, that uh, there's been some debate that has been sparking around that, given the fact that uh, the World Cup is forcing a bunch of stadiums to bring in the grass. Which uh, I think is uh, there's some NFL stadiums that are going to have to end up bringing up the grass, or uh, they're going to have to go to some different places. Isn't that right? Does that sound right, Egg? Yeah, yeah, I think the 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 soccer players, the or the foot the the football players, they they soccer. they won't play it. They, they won't they won't play on the turf. So if you know when the World Cup is here, they're going to have to bring in. I don't know what the schedule's like, what stadiums they're playing at, but they're going to have to put put grass in in some of these fields. And you know, some of the fields are easier than others, but um, they're going to have to figure it out. Well, I is wonder. Turf, they, I'm sorry. Can I can I ask him one question about this? I'm sorry. I hate, yeah, I'm stepping yeah. over you all night tonight. Yeah. No, no, go for it. No, go for it. Is turf maybe too good? Like, is it? Is it? You get your footing too good to flop around like a, a moron for soccer players? Is that it? You need grass. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I, I okay okay. I think I think the the just feels better on their feet. The the soccer players on the grass. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know when they're when they're side slide tackling and stuff like that, they don't they don't get the the turf burns on them. That might have something to do with it. Oh, why they we don't want them to get they, rug burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that that might be a reason why they they. But I mean, uh, where where I work, we we switched from uh, from grass to turf. Um, I don't know about ten, twelve years ago, and I didn't see any increase in injuries. Um, I mean, that's just that's a small sample size, but I you know I can only go with what I've seen. You know, right, right, right. Well, and were there any Ferrari type players that you got to see play on those uh, surfaces <laughs> at all? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had a few uh, Division One athletes come come through, but Ooh. no, no, I haven't. I, I'm I'm not working at one of these uh, these powerhouse North Jersey schools where these guys are, you know, in the NFL after they leave me in three years. But uh, so yeah, <laughs> I, uh, none none of those none, none of those come, come through. 
Word. Well, uh, you know, let's spin it uh, into Thursday night's game and talk about some teams that are probably about as powerful as those powerhouse uh, New Jersey schools. We've got a real barn burner uh, as last week's uh, Houston, Tennessee Oilers are going to visit Matt Canada's Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, uh, currently, you can get the Steelers at minus two and a half or the Titans plus three. The total is at a very Will Levis, Mitch Trubisky level of 36 and a half. And uh, if you really like those Titans a lot, you can catch the money line at plus 130. Uh, man, it feels like Every week, the Thursday matchups prove to be more and more middling teams in primetime. And I look ahead, and uh, basically, we're up for more of this, even on Thanksgiving. Great job schedule-making AI, uh, bot. Uh, regardless, um, Vinny Bag of Donuts already posted his support uh, of the Titans here. And uh, I, I want to get everyone's thoughts on this one. Arch, it sounded like uh, you may be uh, becoming a Steelers fan this week. Is that right? Definitely leaning towards the Steelers in this one. I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger. I got to wait till tomorrow, but I'm leaning pretty hard. Steelers might. I just don't like taking a primetime team minus two and a half, especially when they're the Steelers. No, yeah, it feels feels really hard to trust that team. But you know, in a second week of a backup quarterback, especially rookie quarterback playing, it feels like uh, teams can adjust pretty fast and figure out uh, how the hell that happened. And uh, as was kind of spoken in, a bit in the book club, it sounded like you know that wasn't necessarily the most efficient matchup out of Levis there. So, uh, Egg, I want to get your thoughts on this one. What what are you looking at? Is there anything you like going into tomorrow's Thursday night matchup? Yeah. Uh... I'm not sure I, I like anything in this game. Um, and we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have a, a stat to to, uh, to run by you guys. My my brother-in-law and my father-in-law, the huge, huge Steelers fans. And, you know, I was over there yesterday. And I was talking to my brother-in-law, you know, how, about the Steelers. And he gave me this stat that blew my mind. He, go, he said he said it's been fifty some games since the Steelers had 400 yards. And I said, I said, what, like a, a you know, 400 yard passer? He said, no. 400 total yards in a game. It has been 55 games since the Pittsburgh Steelers had 400 plus yards of total offense in a game. I I I was speechless. I could I couldn't believe what what he was t- telling me. And then he he sent me the you know the the tweet that he saw that in the last 30 years the only team that's had more games with that is would. The two, between 2005-2010, the Raiders had 75 games of under 400 yards, and that was uh, when Jamarcus Russell was uh, was hanging around town over there. So that, that's how bad the Pittsburgh Steelers offense has been over the last few years, and that is Matt Canada's entire tenure. <laughs> well, that is a that is a very uh, tasty nugget that you found right there, Egberg. I, I I love that stat going into this one. Uh, it, well, I mean, obviously, then you know, looking at that total at uh, thirty six and a half, you can get it all the way up at a uh, at a, at a massive thirty seven for this game. Uh, you know, are there any thoughts of uh, maybe teasing some of these things around because it's such a low number? I mean, I know that it's not a wonger and it's probably uh, it, this is the worst idea to to push uh, the Steelers through uh, zero and to the plus side. But if you got Steelers plus three and a half and you got uh, o or under, what would it be forty four? I mean, God. I don't feel like that's the worst. That's that would be the worst thing that I've bet going into a Thursday night match. If I could get that at like even money. Yeah, that's 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 not terrible. I actually I think I would if I were to tease it, I would go with the I would tease the Titans and tease them to up to eight and a half. And then, you know, we're getting through three, three and a half, six, six and a half, seven, seven and a half. Um, I'm not sure which way I would go with the total. I have to look at that. But um, (laughs) uh, 
it, it, I mean, to tease it down for a Thursday, even for a Thursday low total for a Thursday night game, that that might be tough. So teasing it, like you said, teasing it up might be might be the way to go. Yeah, I. Uh, it feels like you know, rooting against human achievement. If we're if we're going to be rooting against human achievement here, which as we as we tend to like to do, especially on Thursday night matchups with a quick turnaround. Goodness to gracious, I believe that under 43 for a th- or 44 for a Thursday night matchup definitely sounds in the box to me uh, or something like that. I mean, even the under 37, uh, do, do we not believe this could be like uh, sort of like last week's Texans matchup that was like 15-13, something, something brutal like that? <laughs> Absolutely, it could be. Absolutely, it could be. It could be 7 nothing for all we know. You know, it could be one of those Thursday night barn burners that we got so often last season. Heck yeah. Well, I know, uh, obviously, Egg, you mentioned uh, the interception kind of props that you were looking at. Uh, do you have any other props, maybe things looking at this one? Maybe, maybe is there an interception prop that you like in this one? I'm guessing that uh, there may not be too much value given the quarterbacks who are at play here. No, I mean, I was looking earlier. I always like to try to get a prop for this show for for Thursday night, and I there was nothing standing out to me that I liked. Maybe, maybe looking at... Um, at Henry's uh, rushing yards um, and with the quarterbacks, I was looking at that too. Right now, they're both. Uh, we got Will Levis to throw an interception at minus one fifty, and Kenny Pickett at minus one hundred five. Um, that was actually at plus one hundred five earlier. So if that jumps back to plus one hundred five, I'll jump on it. But you know, like I told you guys last week, I like I like just uh, getting that. Uh, you know, if DraftKings has got some kind of boost, Monday night boost uh, or Thursday night boost rather, that uh, I'll just you know parlay what levis and pickett both to throw an interception and get get you know a 25 percent boost on it and you know have some fun uh like phil says rooting against human achievement <laughs> exactly rooting against human achievement well it looks like actually i i, I did mess with that it looks like right now if you mix uh pickett levis uh over half an interception each so they each throw an interception looks like you can parlay that and get plus 224 right now which i don't know i don't hate it not the worst thing i've yeah, seen he, I I like that. You know, that's definitely I mean, whether I recommend doing this or not, I I don't know, but I will 100 percent be throwing that parlay together tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, we will all look forward uh, to that parlay and that parlay. It will be posted in the book club. The book club is our private discord server, chock full of bets, memes and other sports related stuff, including prime access to the Speedway Steve two picks and boys. Goodness, do they do it again? They keep doing it. They just keep picking winners. They can't stop picking winners. If you want to check out the book club and hop on some winners with these classy folks, we will give you a one-time three-day-for-free trial, just one time, uh, to try it out. And after that, it's only 25 bucks a month. In addition to having a team of homies with which to sweat through all the major sports with, including hockey, and soon enough, maybe some Costanzas and other stuff, uh, we've always got uh, action going on in the NFL and, uh, seriously, those hockey picks. I've been loving those, Arch. I'm I'm, I'm so glad that you are the new Ice King. Uh, and, by the way... I I, I'm going to try and find this. There's a uh, there's a great German hockey team that has a, uh, a song. They're called the Ice Baron. I'm going to try and see if I can find something uh, to get like the Arch Baron or something like that. Like I want to try and see if I can uh, update that theme song. Regardless, if you want to see all of that stuff and join these classy folks, all you have to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyonehateswins.com. And you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. All right. Let's look ahead into week nine here. Uh, this week, Denver, Detroit, San Francisco, and Jacksonville are all on bye. Uh, and even so, we still have a couple 
good matchups, I would say, this week. Uh, and I would like to start, Arch, with your Kansas City Chiefs being visited by the Miami Dolphins. Currently, uh, the Chiefs at home are favored by one and a half points. Uh, this one is probably the spiciest matchup of the week, I, I would say. Probably the most fun matchup. And I, I gotta ask you, uh, your opinion on this one. What do you like? I'm, I mean, I, you're, I know that you, uh, avoid homerism at all costs. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm leaning slightly in the Dolphins. Although, you know, my big philosophy is if a team gets absolutely embarrassed, humiliated, you definitely want to be looking at them the following week. And, uh, yeah, so, but even, despite all that, I don't know. Like, it's not a, pro- a point of pride that says Sky Moore can't catch a football. Like, it's just Sky Moore can't catch a fucking football. Like, that's it. Like, it what is a brutal. disappointment that. Yeah, what a disappointment he's been. I mean, he's not even like a, a number three, you know, coming out of the slot receiver. He's just a joke. Well, and, uh, you know, with the trade deadline happening uh, just yesterday, it didn't, didn't look like the Chiefs made uh, any headway in improving that room, did they, Arch? No, they don't. Maybe that's a, a fault of Reed is he's a little too loyal at times. A little too loyal. I mean, loyal Mahomes, Sky Moore. <laughs> well, Mahomes might have three rings if Andy Reed could have uh, parted ways with his defensive coordinator, bought Spags in, who was doing nothing all that year. This is true. This is true. All right. Uh, Egg, looking at this matchup, what do you like in this one? It's it's Chiefs minus one and a half. Uh, and at it, I mean, it says it opened at minus five. I, it was a lot closer uh, when it opened on Sunday. So that one and a half is really kind of around where it's been. Yeah, I, I, I would uh, lean the Dolphins in this one, too. And this game's in, uh, we're playing in Germany this Germany. week, right? Yep. Yeah, let's let's get our, 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 our pretzels and uh, beer and gummy bears uh, out, out <laughs> in Germany on Sunday morning. Um, yeah, I, I would lean the Dolphins in this one. Um the Dolphins, they did have you know that dud against the Bills, but I still their their offense is just something else. Um, and you know, like I, I've I've been saying it every week that I'm going to keep hitting that Tyreek Hill over receptions. It's been it's been the ATM machine this year. I was just looking it up. It's it's actually posted. It's at six and a half, which is where you know wait where it's been every, all year. It's a little juiced at minus one forty, but I'm taking it. You're taking it. You're taking it. And I am uh, I'm trying to do some quick research here because I know that uh, the Taylor Swift New Eras Tour continues into Europe is the next leg actually on it. So I'm wondering if maybe we will have some Taylor Swift at this game because, you know, perhaps we're going to have to look at some Kelsey overs because it is tr- we can't miss all of those graphics that they keep showing every week thank you cbs or whomever is broadcasting the game i know it's is it real arch is it real do you perform better when uh your girlfriend is in the room uh well i actually had some incredible performances when my girlfriend was not around okay okay well goodness goodness (laughs) she she was out of town that weekend so like Got it. Uh, but do you think it makes any difference for Travis Kelsey? Do you think it's all a bunch of hokum? It's just uh, random that that's how it goes? Or do you think that he gets fed the ball maybe a little bit more? Hey, maybe he does. Um, is that a dirty little secret about the Chiefs? Defenses really are worried about the long ball, so they'll let Kelsey kind of, kind of, di- you know, just uh, just take up his little five yards here and there, five yards here and there. Is that the secret of Kelsey's success? Is the defenses really don't care about stopping him? 
I mean, it, it feels like it's a little bit of that, and it feels like it's a little bit the fact that he's such a quarterback on the field, the way that he moves and flows with Mahomes and the way that he can kind of cut across a little bit, you know, like a salmon going upstream uh, against a defense. You know, you kind of see him make space in ways uh, that are a little bit more creative, it feels like. Uh, but it is normally in that, you know, five to seven yard range, Arch, uh, to, you know, exactly. So, I mean, Arch, uh, Egg, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say, I, Maybe that is what the defenses are thinking, but uh, really, sh- should they be? Because, like you know, Arch was saying before, that they can Mahomes can throw it deep, but are, are these guys really going to you know be able to catch the ball? <laughs> but uh, you know, I think I think that Mahomes and Kelsey will gladly take you know the seven eight yards every every time they give it to them. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't care; they'll they'll keep taking and keep marching right down the field and uh, eating up the clock. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, one thing that we can't understate about the Dolphins is that this might be a look ahead spot for them. They are playing the Raiders next week. So, <laughs> oh, real look ahead to those Raiders. I know. Well, actually, and uh, speaking of, you know, uh, breaking news, uh, I don't have that sound pulled up right now, but it's not even that breaking anymore. Uh, the Raiders uh, have fired, um, you know, head coach and GM. So uh, I know that that is something that sometimes. Uh, we like to look at maybe a bounce back, maybe a little new coach bump. Uh, this happened midweek. You normally, this would kind of happen on a Monday, you would think. This happened on a Wednesday morning. Great job, Raiders ownership, I guess. Uh, I love, uh, I, this, this feels Davisian in, in so many ways. Um, regardless, looking at that matchup, uh, they, they are getting, uh, you know, uh, kind of, uh, you know, a little bit of a gift in facing the Giants, uh, but it doesn't look like Vegas is giving them a gift, uh, having the Raiders at minus one and a half here. Uh, normally, sometimes we like to think bounce back with new coordinator, you know, n- new new uh, person running the show, but I cannot get behind the one and a half. It looks like you can actually get a two and a half um, at points bet on those Giants. That's the case, man. Kind of would like those Giants. I might be even looking Giants money line in this one. It doesn't feel like the Raiders necessarily uh, are, are bouncing back. It feels like uh, they are they, they are still on the way down. Uh, they are still pre-bounce, if you know what I'm saying. And so, uh, I mean, looking at this matchup, Egg, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, I, I agree with you. They the, 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 the timing of this firing is, is a little wild. Um, and... At first, when I first saw this line, I thought it was hilarious that the the Giants were still still underdogs in this game <laughs> after what everything that's going on in Vegas. But I th- I think I would take the Giants in this one. I would also lean the Giants money line. Um, Daniel Jones is is supposed to be playing. Um, I think that's pretty much confirmed that that he's going to be back under center. And if there's one person in that entire organization that needs the Giants to win. It's him because if they if they continue to go down and down, they're they're going to draft a quarterback and he's going to be out of a job. Now, this is true. They probably should. <laughs> they probably should. <laughs> yeah, they probably should. Yeah, General, uh, all right. Arch, what do you think about this matchup? Do you like anything? Do you have any, uh, any sides you like in this? I don't really like this game, but I actually would really lean the Raiders. I think there probably is the new coach bump. The uh, we Jimmy G's not playing bump. That can't be overstated either. They got rid of both bottlenecks at the same time. This should just instantly make them better. Maybe they should hire Lane Kiffin now. Bring him back. God. <laughs> Goodness. I, uh, I, I feel like... I feel like if the Raiders win their division, I, I, I feel like I can confidently say this. If the Raiders win the division, obviously a tough division, in the next five years, I will get uh, uh, the current Davis haircut, whatever that is. Whatever, like whatever that haircut is, this feels it. it this team, man, 
rough, rough go of it for the Raiders out there. I I would be leading the Giants plus the two and a half, but I'm not hopping on this one. That's like this is maybe the most uh, milk toast matchup of the week, though. Uh, you know, although there are like you know the Colts Panthers above them right there. Uh, uh, there were a couple more that I want to talk out. Another uh, premier avian matchup in the Seahawks and the Ravens. This is Arch your zone uh, where you like to eat Ravens minus five and a half Seahawks plus five. You get plus six for the Seahawks. Do you do you like those Seahawks plus those six here? Do or are, are the Seahawks uh, are, are, are the Ravens the buzzsaw and the Seahawks are uh, about to be the wood? No, I, the Ravens are not a buzzsaw. We know that. You know that specifically, Saxy. Ravens are yes. never a buzzsaw. But, Teams that wear purple. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah. There's a there's a wide range of outcomes in this game, and they both end up with both teams covering the spread. I would not bet this game at all. I'll lean the Seahawks with that weird number. Leaning the Seahawks with a weird number. All right. Egg, you like anything here? Yeah, I, I think I would probably lean actually lean the Ravens at home. Um they've been play, they've been playing pretty well lately. Um it's a long long trip for the Seahawks out to Baltimore. I I, I also don't think I would bet this one, but I would I would uh go against Arch on this one with with our leans. We're both, we're leaning in opposite directions. Yeah. Got it. Very good. Well, uh Overall, I continue to have trust issues with teams in purple, but if I was going to lean or if I was going <laughs> to bet anything, I will I would bet the Ravens this week. And, you know, we'll see how this line moves. I think if that moves down even like a point, I might start thinking Ravens. I might I might start thinking Ravens if it's if it's sub if it's four or less. I'm going to start thinking Ravens, uh, <laughs> I, although although that seems like another danger. I, Arch, I hear your your laugh there that that is uh, easily danger zone. <laughs> yes, I, I, I love letting the line dictate my thoughts, too. That's a, that's a good move. Hey, listen. I bet. I, I bet what they give me, Arch. Okay, we, that's what we have to do. If and if I feel like it's going to be value at that point, like if, if it's if it's gonna if it's gonna teeter for me, you know. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> well, mess with mess with us all about some more of these games that I have that I like that I think are spicy. The Bills and the Bengals. Bengals are at home, uh, and they are favored against those Bills that uh, seem to be flailing a little bit. Now these teams are right there. Your ten and eleven zone. Uh, the previously uh occupied uh twilight zone uh by by the seahawks uh but generally speaking look at this game man it feels like these are two teams kind of headed in different directions a little bit it feels like the Bengals are really heating up doing the right things right now the bills just kind of are puttering around and not really figuring it out i i i gotta love the Bengals here uh minus the two points at home i i, I am it even looks like i can get a one and a half at FanDuel right now and Darn it! I might be walking to the book uh, right now. Egg, what do you think about this? I uh, yeah, I I you know want to echo that entirely. That the the Bills and the Bengals do seem that like they're going in opposite directions right now. Uh, the Bengals the Bengals have looked like uh, you know the Bengals that we kind of expected recently. Um, maybe maybe they shouldn't have, they should have waited. To, you know, get Burrow out there with his calf injury. Should have should have let him rest at the first couple weeks, and then you know the conversation would have been completely different. And, but he looks he looks healthy. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase has been great. Um, I, I think I would probably be taking the Bengals here at home, given given the one and a half. Absolutely, uh, that's the side I'm on. Uh, Arch thoughts. Man, Egg and I are just going to split decision everything. I think it's uh, oh it's time, no, it's it's time to start selling on the Bengals and buying on the Bills here in this one. I think the Bills are going to have a, a little bit of a surprise turnaround here. Is it two or is it one and a half? Is it two? You can get it two. Uh, yeah, I think I think Bills plus two. That's the play. 
Yeah, I mean, it does feel like that is some value to get a couple of points, but, man, Burrow, it feels like if that if that team is right and Burrow can turn it on, they can they can easily, I, it's, I feel like it's going to be a three-point game, one side or the other, <laughs> you know? That's, a, that's kind of what it feels like, almost. Um, all right, uh, one last game that, whoa, that I want to talk about uh, is the Cowboys uh, at the Eagles. Now, this is, uh, there's going to be a little bit of tension, maybe, in the book club this coming Sunday. We'll see how it goes. You should, if you aren't a part of it yet, uh, you may want to do your free trial on, like, you know, let's say Friday or something like that. So you can catch all of the action that's going to be happening uh, Sunday afternoon. Egg, uh, we know that you don't bet on your boys, but they're catching three points. And, I mean, if there's any time to, like, to maybe think about it, I mean, are you thinking about it? <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. I mean, it it would be it would be a big win for the Cowboys uh, to take this one. They they uh, you know pretty much dismantled the the Rams last week, and you know this is their chance to show you know that they are they are the they they got the goods against a quality opponent. Um, I think I think even. Even if they lose, I think as long as they keep it within a one score game that that you know the conversation might might change a little bit, and people might start taking the cowboys a little seriously um but i i i I don't know if I could bet it um i I do usually like it points three three is a is a nice number um but but I don't know i will <laughs> I'll leave you guys up to that one yeah uh arch i uh I mean, it, yeah oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say I'm going to lean the Cowboys with those three yeah. points. That was that's that's where I, I would take the points in this one. Divisional matchups they weird, and uh, I, I wouldn't hate the Cowboys here to come out and uh, keep it close at least. Yeah, that's what I'm. I kind of envision too. I think they do keep it close. The Cowboys have a much better defense than the Eagles. Let's let that sit out there. Let everybody soak that up. <laughs> but the Cowboys, Cowboys defense has awesome. Yeah. Has yeah, been awesome. They're legit. And now they just, if that offense can just show up, just show up. At one point, and I sent this to Egg, Dak uh, was leading, you know, leading the league in dropped uh, passes. He was actually eclipsing the Chiefs. If that offense can just get right, I think there's a real chance that they could keep it close with the Eagles and cover. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe even win. And, well, and, you know, looking uh, back, hearkening back to those power rankings, the NFC. Boy, it's going to be fun. It feels like it is a bit of a mess there at the top for the NFC. So uh, there's a lot more questions up there, um, you know, even at the top of both sides. Uh, man, yeah, I do but, like... Th- but more about the Cowboys. I still, I would feel much more comfortable if they have a di- had a different head coach. Maybe Lane Kiffin, the coach of the Cowboys. <laughs> back to Lane Kiffin. Arch just wants Lane Kiffin to get a job back in the NFL, don't you? <laughs> These are, they, they, I just hope certain- it doesn't come... Let's just hope it doesn't come down to any kind of clock management at the end of the game. Then the Cowboys are going to be in trouble. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Good old McCarthy. The the, the things things that I used to get to love to watch as a Minnesota Vikings fan. Now, (laughs) and now I only get to watch from afar and enjoy and enjoy in a totally different way. All right, folks. uh, Y'all have any other games that, as I was scrolling through here, y'all were looking at? I know it's a bit early in the week for some of those uh, for some of the lines that y'all like. But uh, egg, was there anything that uh, you were interested in at all? I think we we touched on pretty much everything that I, I wanted to talk about. Got it. Archer, you don't want to talk about Bears Saints at all? Leaving the Saints in that one. I want to talk about the Minnesota Vikings Whoa. going down to Atlanta. What is that? Is that a uh is that a was a four? Four and a half. You can even catch a five at points bet, it looks like. Ooh. 
Give me the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Oh my goodness. Backup quarterback playing the Falcons. It's all coming together. Well, it's kind of two backup quarterbacks the, playing I'm, in this one. <laughs> I'm with you on this one, Arch. I'm with you. I mean, um, we can do the, the old the old Phil and Kyle way of you know the, the your quarterback goes down the next week you you ball out and right. and you get you get that win you know I might a sprinkle on the uh, Vikings money line might not be a, a bad idea here. <laughs> Man, well, uh, you know, I remember last week how we uh, talked. We just spoke nicely about the Vikings, and then what happened? We bet on them, and they cashed for us. And uh, the the team it was it was a full on Pyrrhic victory for for those Vikings. It felt like uh, I don't know. I'm looking at this one. I gun to my head. I'll take the Vikings plus the five points against the Falcons. I I, I have watched the Falcons get in enough dumb low score matchups that five points seems like that could definitely be the difference between these two teams. Do I trust who's going to be taking snaps for the Vikings? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't hate Josh Dobbs. I don't know if we're going to see Josh Dobbs on Sunday. I would, I would kind of hope that we would over, uh, uh, whomever, uh, kind of filled in after Kirk. It did not look good. I, I, by that point in the game, I was, uh, I, I was, a bit more deep in my whiskey cup. And so it was, uh, the, the sadness had began to, uh, to flow over me, but, uh, about this entire season as a whole, but you know, plus four and a half, you kind of like it. Do we think it could get better? Do we think that, that line could get better? Or do we think that this is the apex of what this line is going to be? Arch? I can't, I can't envision this getting much better than the four and a half, five in that range. I can't. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Take the over, you, take the over two over the 37 and a half. Over 37 and a half. Yeah. Do, do we want to take a defensive score on both, both sides? <laughs> Anytime defensive score? I might need that. I feel like I feel like I'm 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 kind of liking that. I know that uh, both of uh, you know backup quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I'm speaking for both quarterbacks of both teams in this scenario. Uh, backup quarterbacks do tend to make uh, pick sixes and fumbles that get returned happen. So maybe we could see that this week. I uh, I I'll have to. Look at that number closer to it. Yeah, 30, it looks like you can get over 37, Arch, if you... Uh, 37, yeah. The Vikings defense is looking better. They're still... They're, I mean, they're not great, but they're looking better. Let's just say it like that. They blitz a lot, so they, they allow some points here and there. We can see that. We can see that happen a bit. All righty, Arch, were there any other matchups you wanted to talk on this week? Anything else that you liked going into it? There's uh No, not really. Uh, I think we hit everything I wanted to talk about. Go, go Panthers. That's it. Uh, I mean, Rams, Packers, Rams are plus three and a half right now in the books. Visiting the tempting. Packers. It's, tempting. It, that's very tempting, yeah. It's, it, it's, not, it's not tempting enough for you, though. Uh, not at the moment, no. Not at the moment. Egg, any thoughts on that one? I I, I think I would lean to getting a three and a half. The, the Packers are kind of a, a disaster. Um, they just traded Razul Douglas yesterday, so they're not they're not looking to get better. I think they're looking uh, at draft picks at this point. Yeah, that's absolutely what it feels like there. Well, I think that that is all we, we have. We have wrung out uh, this sponge that is uh, the Sunday's games, and uh, I look forward to uh, talking with y'all on Sunday about some more of this. So, homies, that's all we got for you this evening. You can follow us on the podcast on our Instagram page at backdoor.bets and our Twitter at backdoorcm. We've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. Watch us on Twitch at backdoorbets, and you can join the book club at everyonehateswins.com. Until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.